Welcome to the This Week in Golf podcast, and we have proof of life from Tiger Woods. Proof of life. He's made an appearance. Let's get into it. Uh, We're going to talk about what has been going on with the PGA Tour, Liv, Tiger, and all the surrounding things. And then I'm going to wrap up a little bit, which is where we're at in the schedule with the PGA Tour. And a lot of that kind of works its way in through some of these things. Okay, so there's two main events that have happened this in the past week. The first was Jay Monahan returned and he sent a letter to a memo, a memo to all, I don't know, golf, I guess. I think it was to the players, his plans going forward. And then five days later, Tiger Woods is going to be on the board. So here's how it broke down. Okay, so... The Where should we start with this? The players themselves have an advisory board. They have, I guess you'd call them seats on the PGA Tour. So when the PGA Tour goes and makes decisions, the players should be somehow involved. Obviously, they have not been involved with this deal with the PIF and the Saudi leagues and live. And they were pissed off about it. They lost trust in Jay Monahan. Jay Monahan took a leave of absence, a, a medical leave of absence, absent. And now he's back. And I think the reason he took the leave of absence was so he didn't have to get in front of the uh, the Senate hearing that was out. Call me a conspiracy theorist. I like a good conspiracy theory. Anyways, um, Jay came back. Here's the memo. Let's just go over the memo because there's some stuff in here and then and then we'll get specifically into now Tiger's role. Okay, so the memo, the highlights of the memo are uh, a return to the calendar year. So the PGA Tour the last few years has been starting in like September or October and then they run some events and then it goes all the way through to basically this time of year, August. Okay, so they're going to return to the to the regular calendar year they're going to start in january and they're going to finish in august and then um there's seven events between so so this fedex cup is going to wrap up at the end of august and then there's there's the Ryder cup and then but there's seven events and we'll just call them sub events or b b league events um these are for players to get an opportunity to play into the top 70 so they can get invited into um, the elevated events and other stuff. Okay, um, here's some other things. Um, okay, this this fella, he left the PGA Tour advisory board. I think there were five people, now there's four, and I don't have his name. And he left because of conflicts of, oh, I can't believe you're doing business with the Saudis. So he's out. So they need to refill that spot. And so in the memo, it said, tour players Patrick Cant- Cantlay and Webb Simpson Will team with PGA Tour Policy Board member Mark Flaherty and Mary Meeker in a search committee to fill the, oh, the board seat left by Randall Stevenson. Okay, this is interesting because 
Now, Tiger's part of this uh, player advisory tour board. So the player advisory tour board basically has no teeth, none at all. And they're pissed about it. So they bring in Tiger. So now Tiger is, he's, I mean, he's Tiger. He's the biggest name in there. He's calling the shots. Let's not sugarcoat it. And the interesting thing is, is so you have six players on the player board and then you have six on the, I guess the advisory board, like Jay Monahan, the CEO, uh, Mary Meeker, Mark Flaherty, Flaherty, sorry, man, Flaherty, uh, Mark Flaherty. And now the players get to join in the search to put the six board member on there. And the biggest member of the players players uh, group is Tiger. So what do you think is going to happen? I would speculate that Tiger's going to put his guy in there. Somebody he likes. Somebody he's been doing business with forever. So now let's just play it forward. If that happens, player, or, uh, excuse me, Tiger controls the players. And he, he only needs one more vote to get the majority to get anything he wants through at that point in time. Tiger's controlling this whole thing. Tiger's probably going to um, be running the PGA Tour. And who knows what's going to happen with this PIF deal and the, the Saudis and Liv. Um, obviously, Liv is going to live on. It's going to go forward. They're doing business as usual, as they've said, and they continue to say, and they will. And then the other side of it is... is you know, what happens to the PGA Tour? What happens to Jay Monahan? This is all so much drama in the world, as Tupac would say. So that's where we're at with that. Okay, so, um, okay, here's some other ones that I find just funny. Um, player, okay, from the memo, from, from Jay's memo. Player compensation tied to the creation of the tour's new commercial business with the Saudi PIF will be financially significant in total and incremental to our planned compensation package, meaning... They're going to give these guys some sort of compensation for not joining Live, which I think is BS. They had a chance to join Live. They didn't join Live. So why should they be compensated? I mean, seriously, they, you know, if there's more money in the pool for events and things like that, well, then go out and win. Why should you just be compensated because you didn't join? <laughs> you know, should I be compensated that I didn't buy... Amazon stock 10 years ago, even though I knew about Amazon. <laughs> Silly. Okay. Um, and then and then this one, this one's interesting. A task force has been created to develop a potential pathway back um, from live to the PGA and some sort of fine or something for for the people that left live or left the PGA tour and went to live. First of all, nobody that went to live has entry any interest in rejoining the PGA tour. That's a fact. That's a, that's a simple fact. Anybody that went over to live doesn't want to come back. They're being paid more. They work less. They get to wear shorts. I don't care if you like shorts or not. That's the deal that they signed up for. So this is significant in a sense that, you know, what happens to a guy like, I don't know, I'll just throw a name out there, potentially Matt Wolf, who's not playing well, who's not getting along well with his team captain. I mean, who gets along with Brooke, Brooks Kepka anyway? But anyhow, 
they so Wolf. What if what if Wolf gets thrown off the team or demoted because he's not playing well, or for that matter, anybody else on Live? What if they get demoted for not playing well? What would then happen to them? Well, they're they're suddenly a man without a country, right? They can't they can't go back to the PGA Tour. They can't go to Europe. So this is a framework for a pathway back. That I think has some some um, I guess legs to it simply because how do you get people back? I don't think really like any of your big names want to come back, but your smaller names will. So that is that one. And then, okay, so this one's interesting. Um, There will be a new third-party special advisor to the players. Rain Group's Colin Neville, who has been appointed in the wake of the framework agreement. The memo stated that Neville's role would be to help streamline communication between the tour players during the complicated and time-intensive negotiations with PIF. Meaning they brought this guy, Colin Neville, in to do some sort of, I don't know, smoothing it over with the players. Uh, I don't know what his background is. Maybe he's an attorney. Maybe he does M&A, mergers and acquisitions. Or maybe he's just buddies with Tiger. So anyways, they, they have this guy in there. Now, this is the memo. This came out before Tiger rejoined. So now that Tiger rejoined... I don't know if Colin Neville still has a role or needs to have a role or will be replaced. So that's the interesting stuff. But yeah, so Tiger's back and it kind of throws a wrench into everything, right? It's like Tiger has power. He'll end up having votes. Oh, the other thing that with the Tiger deal that they're going to, um, this is not the correct terminology, but they're going to rework the bylaws of the PGA Tour so that the players have more say. So in order to, so what are they doing first? Are they reworking the bylaws or are they doing a deal with PIF? Are they doing them both at the same time? How long is it going to take to do one? How long is it going to take to do the other? So again, so much drama in the world. So we'll see what happens in the next, uh, I don't know. Think anything will get done before December? Who knows? Okay, so... Um, oh, on that return to the calendar year, they're saying that they're going to release the 2024 schedule in about two weeks. So having said that, let's just go over what's left on the PGA Tour. Okay, so um, this weekend is the Wyndham Championship, and this is your final chance to get into the top 70. And so there's a lot of movement. I think something I was looking at earlier today said about the top 60 players are set. So that final 10, anything could happen in this final week as far as people getting in, people getting out, depending where they finish. Okay, so we have the upcoming, we have the Wyndham, the the final play-in, and then we have uh, the top 70 will play in uh, in Memphis, Tennessee. That's the St. Jude Classic, or the FedEx St. Jude. $20 million purse. Woo-hoo-hoo. Will Zalatoris was the champion last year. Obviously, he's hurt, so he's not playing. So that's top 70. Um, Depending on how they finish, the following week, the top 50 play at the BMW Championship. And that's a $20 million purse. And then finally is the Tour Championship in Eastlake Golf Club in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, Oh, oh, sorry. Um, The BMW Championship, the top 50. Patrick Cantlay won that last year. And then the Tour Championship is in Eastlake in Atlanta, and that was won by Rory last year. And interestingly, it 
doesn't say what the purse is on that. There's just a line. And this is the PGA Tour's website. So who knows? Maybe that's a moving number. Anyways, it goes from 70 to 30 to 50. That's the end of the season. And then September is, I guess, this is the those, um, those play-in events or whatever. There's seven events. There's the Fortnite Championship, then the Ryder Cup. Um, I'm not going to go through all these, but there's the the biggest one I see on here is the uh, the Hero World Challenge, Tigers Tournament in Albany in the Bahamas, and that kind of rounds out the year. And then we're into to um, uh, the following year, 2024. So now golf won't be competing against football, except for these kind of uh, I guess playing events or seeding events. Yeah, seeding events. That's a good good name for them. On the other side, on the live side, we have an event this weekend in Greenbrier. I don't know where that is. It just says Greenbrier, USA. Um, then Bedminster. Bed, Bedminster. And then, um, so that two weeks in a row of live, Greenbrier and Bedminster. Minster. And then um, the remaining events for live after that, there's an event in Chicago, an event in Saudi Arabia, and then the final event, which will be in Miami, October 20th. And that'll be their final event of the year. They were going to do that event in Saudi Arabia, but they flipped them. And now it's going to be in Miami. So I guess they want more eyeballs on that one for the um, for the USA audience. Okay. I'm going to play a quick video of Greg Norman speaking. This was from the event in uh, Australia a few months ago. And it's his talk about growing the game. Not growing the game, but like what Liv has accomplished so far. And I think it's pretty pertinent. So let's play that. And it also showcases, to your point, about creating these new pathways that we have for players. We invested $300 million into the Asian tour to give them the opportunity, a sleeping giant of a massive wealth of population of the game of golf. 65% of all golf courses in the world built today are from the GCC to the Asian Pacific Rim. 65%. And one third of the population in the world, maybe a bit more, live in that region. So you can see from just a logical business perspective from where the game of golf is going for the next 25 years, maybe 30 years. I've seen it in Vietnam for the last eight to 12 years. And there's another, at least another 25 years to go in Vietnam alone. So when you look at these opportunities that the game of golf is delivering to and a powerful impact to these countries, right? Um, the opportunity, you're also looking at the opportunity, how do you reach down to these kids? So in one year, in eight golf tournaments, Live has taken the lid off the aging demographics of the, the golfing fan, which is 67 and a half years old that follow the PGA Tour. In one year, we've taken that down. 65% of our viewers and fans are 45 years and younger. So all of a sudden, because of our product, is now identified to a younger fan base. Okay, so there it is. Two, two key takeaways from that one. Um, growing the game in Asia. You know, $300 million investment. 65% of the new courses being built are in Asia. That's significant. And then finally, the, the average age with, he says the kids, but the average age is much lower. So fact, I did not know that the average 
age of PGO Tour viewership is 67 and a half. Wow. I did not know that. And uh, he's saying that 65% of their audience is 45 or younger. It's a small audience, but still, nonetheless, this is what I've been talking about for for weeks now with this live thing. They invested money because they everybody thinks, oh, it's just the Saudi league. And I don't know what people think, really. They, they There's a lot of different things kicked around. It won't last. Um, they're only going to throw money at it for so long. Look, these guys are investing in it long term because they see the growth of the the potential growth of the game in Asia and around the world. And so live is not ne- necessarily about the United States. It's about going global. So with that, that's this week in golf. We'll talk next week about this whole FedEx play in and where the standings lie. And we'll get into a good preview for the FedEx championship. Hey, it's Jeremy Callahan, and thanks for listening to This Week in Golf. Make sure and hit subscribe so you can get all the latest news and analysis from Golf VPN.